Folks, we're back in the studios. Got a great team here this evening. And I'm excited for this episode that's kind of been coming out. This person I've been trying to get on the show for a while. She hit me up. was like, Aaron, I want to be on. And I was like, all right, cool. And then she was on another show. And I was like, all right, let's hold off. Let's hold off for a little bit. And then we ran back into each other at a Visit Baltimore event. I was like, let's make it happen. So to me, she's one of the dopest artists in the state of Maryland. A dope mirrorless. When I'm talking about like, she does some amazing work. And I'm honored to have her on the show. The next voice you will hear is Miss Jazz, all right? The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, online ordering, carryout, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Hartford Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. Are you or someone you love in need of mental health support? For All Seasons is now offering same-day therapy appointments with no wait list. Through the For All Seasons open access program, you can walk in for mental health services and begin therapy in the same visit. For All Seasons accepts all insurances and provides financial assistance if you need it. For therapy, psychiatry, or victim support, we have appointments available today. Call For All Seasons, 410-822-1018. Welcome to the No Picks at the Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Folks, you know we always bring the heavy hitters in. And no, no other. I got a big-time artist, muralist, doing so many things in the city of Baltimore, Maryland, all over. And again, I'm so happy to have her on. Miss Jazz, how you doing today? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out, hanging out with me for a little bit this evening. Yeah, are, excited to be here. Are you happy to be on the show? Yes, yeah, very uh, excited. Cool, because you were busy. You are one of the busiest <laughs> people I know. So I appreciate you making time to hang out and just kick it with me for the evening and talk a little bit about you. Have my audience learn a little bit about what you got going on, who you are, and how you got to where you are right now and why you are so very community-focused. We'll bring it all one big bow. Awesome. So are you originally from Maryland? I'm not originally from Maryland. Okay, where are you from? Uh, that is a long answer. Okay. Um, I was born on the West Coast. I lived in Israel for a while, and I've been in Baltimore for 10 years. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what, okay, when you were moving all over, West Coast, Israel, whatnot, uh, were you, like, was, were you in the art when you were a young age, or were you, was that something cool? Like, how'd you get into art as a young age? Tell us about it. Uh, my parents like to say that I um, drew before I could read, so I Ooh. walked around basically with a sketchbook before I could read real books. So <laughs> it was oh. just, um, it's just always the most natural way for me to process the world. Wow, that, that's, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of artists say that. They're like, we were drawing before we were writing it. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Was there anybody in your family that was an artist? Uh, my grandparents, yeah. My okay. grandparents were artists. Okay. Uh, but they um, leaned, they were artists on the side. They sort of leaned um, very heavily academic. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, I was a little bit worried when I officially decided that I was going to go to art school that there would be a little pushback. Okay, so when that happened, so well, well, so you were, so were you doing like, were you winning arts awards in high school? Yeah. 
And like you were like, all right, like I'm... all the things, every extracurricular, like it wasn't sports or anything like that. For me, it was all the art thing. Really? Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Because like I mean, I did an art thing called batik. Okay. You probably never heard of batik. Yeah, so no. batik is a wild <laughs> thing. So it's like you get this uh iron, like I not iron, but like a metal funnel thing, and you plug it in and you put wax on top of it, and the wax melts and wax, and then you over top of it, you put like a if you draw a sketch, you just sketch over top of it. And then the colors go in afterwards and it stays within that wax area. Oh. It might be called something totally different. Okay. But that's what we called it in high school. And it's on fabric? Yeah, it's happens? on fabric. It's yeah, on okay. fabric. It was pretty cool. It was like just nice. like wax and then you it melted and then you out traced wherever you were tracing out of it. And then you put the colors wherever you want to put inside it. So you could do like United States map and out trace and have like the states. And yeah. then you can put the color in each state. And, and it would stay within yeah, the wax. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a wax resist. I yeah. was petite 101, 102, 103 in high school. <laughs> so that was running joke. That's so specific. It it's, was. Yeah. I, I was trying to do pottery, but I, my, I just wasn't. I didn't have patience. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have patience. High yeah, that's one of the things pottery I never got into. I never got yeah. into. So when you, when was the moment you were like in high school, you're like, all right, I'm going to go to college for this. And what was the what was the at what was the reaction from your parents when or they already knew that probably I don't think they were surprised I okay. think I like agonized a lot more over it than I should have um, I went to high school in Israel um, I lived at a boarding school and uh, we actually didn't have it was a it was a science high school that mm. I went to uh, so. There was no art programming, mm. um, and so after being so like involved and steeped in it for for my whole childhood, um, to to not have it in high school was like I sort of had to find my own outlet, um, which was fine, and I did right. Teenagers adapt, right. Um, but a- after that, I was like, I've been out of it for too long. Like I need to be making on a daily basis. So I guess I'm gonna go to school for art. So did you already have like a portfolio worth of artwork that you had? No. Or- Really? Yeah. I had, so yeah, in Israel, um, after college you do the military and then there's ways that you can sort of build up uh, like a portfolio or like do some prep, right, to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, Typically people uh, finish high school, do the military, travel for a year to get the military out of the system and come back uh, like, you know, full adults that like really know what they want to do with their life. So I think also um, like in my family, Nobody was really expected to go to college right after high school. Like there was a lot of emphasis on on figuring out like what you want to do instead of just just taking the next step, because that's supposed to be the next step. Uh, So I so I definitely was given some grace there. Okay. Um, But so were you into the military first? uh, I did. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. I learned something new today. (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah, it's a um, it's not a secret. It's just not something I uh, talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So because I, <laughs> I, I know most people from, who live in Israel, they have to do it for like a couple years, something like that. Yeah, two years. Okay, and you did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you might not want to talk about it a little bit, <laughs> but like now I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, like so during your time in the military, did you have time? Did they? I don't know how other countries do, but did you have time to do art while you were there, or it was just pretty much like you were just regiment doing something two years in a row? Uh, so the way, um, my unit worked is uh, I had 10, 10 days on base, four days okay. off. Um, so on those four days off, I was allowed to, so, you know, it's just like, go live your life. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so during those times I could, um, 
But I was also like living in a very barren apartment with mm-hmm. another, uh, my best friend, but also another soldier in a different unit. And we weren't always home at the same time. And so like, you know, the fridge is empty, the, right. right? There's no, like, right. I didn't have a buildup of, of art supplies or anything like that. But I definitely, I think being without it for, for so long definitely made the choice easier to, to go into it professionally. Okay, so... Military is over. Did you two years? Yeah. Where'd you end up going to college for art or school? So I first I went to um, a university called Shankar in Israel for a year, okay. uh, and then I transferred to Micah, which is that's where we're getting. Yeah. Now we got to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. I, I wanted to. I want to make sure everybody gets the story the trail how we get here because I think it's very important. That it shapes everything about the background of the person. They learn a little bit more. Like, oh wow, okay, I knew that, but I didn't really know that. So. But so, how'd you find out about Micah? How'd you find out Micah being over Israel? Like, how'd you, how'd I even connection make? I, um, uh, so when I first moved to Israel, uh, I was 15. I, my family stayed in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, but my family is Israeli. So like I spoke Hebrew before I spoke English. It wasn't a big transition for me. I have more family there than I do in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it wasn't a big, like a big transition, but I think, um, I had never planned to move back to the States. That okay. like wasn't part of, of my life path at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I fell in love with an American who uh, had a son. Now I have a stepson. And he was very young at the time. And um, I decided that I wanted to move back to the States to be part of his life. Okay. Um, and his were a very blended family. His mother um, was planning on moving to the D.C. area. And so that's sort of just the the range of or i guess geographical range of schools that i was looking for so i was looking at the corcoran and micah really okay yeah got in micah yeah you're like all right this is this is it it's like how how did it feel like the first semester second semester what was it awakening like i mean you're now in a pool of a whole bunch of ballers like you're a baller yourself <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of artists that are ballers right yeah. now like, how did that how it was, was definitely that? intimidating but i think e- I really didn't consider how much like culture shock there would be. Um, I moved to Baltimore in 2013. I was 23, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to school with kids who are 18, right? right who don't uh, like haven't, you know, you're just not, you haven't experienced a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt, um, one, it was intimidating. Um, I, you know, it was the only school I applied to. If I didn't get in, I was just going to stay at Chicago for another year and try again. Um, and once I got in, I still, that's still, I don't think imposter syndrome, but that like anxiety of of knowing that I was going to be older and knowing that there were going to be different expectations and that the workload was probably going to be much more intense um, was d- definitely challenges that I knew I was going to face, but but happy to accept them. No, so when you came over, like, so when you started school, what type of art was your style in the beginning? Like, because everybody has styles. Everybody like, and then maybe it might change up a little bit. What was your style? Like, were you an abstract drawer? Were you a drawer? You drew like draw people. Like, what was your thing? Like, what was your? Thing? Uh, I was very uh, conceptual. Okay, conceptual. Okay. I was very conceptual. Um, so n- not a no figures, nothing like that. Like when you would look at my work, it's very. Um, layered Mm -hmm. right but not necessarily in like medium but in concept right Uh, i would do very simple things with like the least amount of materials but i was and still i'm very interested in um 
that sort of space. So as an artist, you work with a lot of different materials, right? Especially till you find the one that speaks to you. But all of those materials, like along the way, speak different languages, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to unpack what what they want to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> how they want to exist in the world. Uh, and so a lot of my work dealt just with the nature of materiality. Oh, wow. Wow. So you're at, you're at Micah, you're doing your thing. I mean, when did you realize at Micah that you're like, I'm here. Like, I'm like, like I, I can hang, I'm with the, I'm right, we're with these young kids or where maybe a young adult, like you were like, I belong here. Like, when was that moment? You said you were a little timid, but when was that moment you were yeah. like, I belong here? This is where I I think, be. so I transferred. Okay. Uh, and so that also sort of puts you in a different pool of, of students. Right. Uh, and our orientation was for transfer students. And so I think early on, earlier on than I expected, I found my community at Micah. Um, so as far as uh, f- like feeling like I had made a right choice and that I like had arrived, I think that happened earlier earlier on. Okay. Because um, I was able to find my community of like you know o- maybe older uh, and even veteran students. Mm. So it was it was really nice. So were, did you start doing murals? In college or was that something really, <laughs> just something a little later on so i studied sculpture okay i i went in studying for for printmaking and then my printmaking uh professors told me that my work was really sculptural and then i should try to take some mm. sculpture classes and then i took one class and i was like yes this is my language and i changed to sculpture uh and i did a lot of work with uh with concrete and with wood so again like a lot of materiality mm-hmm. um i was not a painter if you knew me in college you would know that i hated painting class mm. it was not it wasn't a material that was speaking to me mm. and we weren't speaking the same language. And so my paintings were coming out like I wanted them to. And I just like, I, there wasn't a groove there for me. Um, so I, for my thesis, what I started doing was um, a lot more community and education based. Mm. Um, and uh, I started a campaign on Instagram and uh, Michael Owen, who has painted uh, the Love Project murals across mm. the country now, yep. um, he reached out and was just like, hey, I really like what you're doing. Do you want to paint a mural? Mm. <laughs> and that was, again, like a foreign language to me. Like, what do you mean paint a mural? Was this in college or still? You're still yeah, college? I'm finishing wow. like six credits. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he was like, I want you to be my next artist in residence. He had a, a residency program a while ago called uh, Home Artist Residency. And I was dealing with a lot of, uh, in, in my work, I was unpacking a lot of um, stories of people uh, experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. And so that, that home uh, and like concept and then the education that I was um, sharing about, like how to interact with people that are experiencing homelessness. Um, he really spoke to him and he, he was like, I think this could exist as a mural and I want to see that happen. Um, and I was terrified. I was you, you terrified. Didn't paint. You didn't paint. That wasn't your yeah, thing. Yeah, no. I was like, paint a what? Right. <laughs> right. You don't paint. That's not your thing. You're sculpturing, yeah. you're doing a different toy. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. And like a lot of my work now is super colorful, really bright. Oh, it is. It is. Um, that all came with me figuring out how to be a painter. That was not that's not what my first mural looks like. And that's okay. not what my like drawing looked like either. Do you have a picture of your first mural? I do. All right. I mean, <laughs> is it like, is it like when you reflect back at that first mural, do you see like, what is it? Is it what we always say it was stages of where you like, I like, I was just like, when I look at my first podcast, I'm like, 
I'm horrified to hear my voice. I'm horrified. That was the first stage of things. Now I'm looking at this like, damn, it's totally different from, I've grown. Yeah. What about, how do you, yeah. how do you So, that? I mean, I can tell, I don't, and I'm not even sure that I was like honest with myself about <laughs> this at the time, but I can tell that I was scared to paint mm. when I designed it and when, when it was painted. Mm. Like there are choices that I know better to make now, obviously, but I think even in the design process, like I could have, like the the choices I made were so te- so tentative. Uh, the choices that I make are like they're they're very like timid choices. Like the first mural I did uh, is called uh, it's on Eastern Avenue in Highland Town. Um, it's called What Is Home. It says What Is Home really big on the front, but it's like the side of a building on Eastern, so uh, it goes back into like a parking lot now. And uh, it's mostly text based. So what I did was I um, had. I just sort of sat in Highland Town for a couple months and uh, and had conversations with people uh, about about what home means to them, right? And um, this came out of a larger a larger project, uh, a photo project of mine called um, "Be More Homeless," which is uh, basically that educational component of like uh, telling people stories. I love I love that. I never knew that. Thank you. I don't know. Thank you for explaining that. Because what, what I want to do in the second part, and we'll get into that, is, you know, when you were like, all right, you did you did the first mural. I'm going to talk about when you're like, all right, this may be my jam now. This may be what I might want to do. And then how you incorporated community involved in it. Let's talk about in the second part of the, of the conversation. And then we can talk about Artscape. Uh, how many Artscapes have you been a part of? Uh, <laughs> as, I mean, how many, you know, Aframs or whatever festival you've been around. And where have you traveled? Have you traveled around and whatnot? Let's get a little bit more and highlight what you got going on. So, awesome. folks, we'll be right back at these messages. You give to United Way. Your gift could be the first spark of something bigger. It can help someone find, interview for, and get hired for a job and provide follow-up services for success. It can break down educational barriers and give that extra help to a struggling student with in-school support programs. Give today. Spark something bigger. Hi, my name is Katherine Womack. I'm a former strategic intelligence officer with the U.S. Navy. I spent the last couple of years at U.S. Cybercom and transitioned from active duty after 15 years into small business ownership. I own and operate a digital marketing agency in the state of Maryland. So a lot of people approach me thinking that digital marketing is simply social media management or maybe doing Google ads or Facebook ads, things like that. But what digital marketing really is, is an umbrella term for a multitude of tactics to get small businesses found by the people who need them. I personally specialize in search engine optimization, website development with conversion architecture in mind. And what that really means is the people are going to your website and doing the thing you need them to do. And oftentimes it's requesting a quote, an appraisal, things like that. So there's definitely a psychology to website development. And we lean really heavy into the psychology of sales to get people to do the things you need them to do. A lot of times as a business owner, you haven't had the time to think about what your needs really are, what your challenges truly are, the the sources of those challenges. I can guarantee you in most cases, it's not simply that you need an ads campaign and that's where I can add value to your marketing strategy. All 
All right, folks, and we are back with Miss Jazz. How are you doing? Thank you for telling us a little bit about your history and whatnot. Let's talk about you when you hit that moment when you're like, I'm a mirrorless. This is, I, 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 I'm arrived. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, so I think it definitely uh, clicked for me at, during my first mural. Not my style necessarily of painting, but how I wanted to uh, make work in the public space. Um so for that first mural in Highland Town, uh, the concept uh, is what is home, right? And uh, so the way that I, I guess, was given this opportunity, I was sort of uncomfortable with. Mm. Not not that I didn't deserve it or anything like that, but like, ha- so, so now I have to figure out like how this is going to impact people on a daily basis. Like, mm. I don't live in this neighborhood. Mm. Um, I don't feel like it should be only my choice right and then my next i guess dilemma is okay how do i incorporate other voices right Mm. um and uh coming from education i think helped me be really open to having conversations with strangers on the street (laughs) uh and i think um Asking that one simple question, which is what is home, and then including some of the uh, some of the more profound, I think, uh, answers to that in the mural was was really my first like step into that that community aspect and sort of centering the community voice uh, mm. in what I do. I like that because I like that you engulfed yourself in the community and were asking people questions about what's going on. How do you feel? What What do you think it should be like? To me, that is so important. Like when anytime I go before I do a project with anybody or a podcast, I do homework, and I might you may not seem like why is Aaron here? Like he's <laughs> there's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why I'm like trying to figure out what's going on, what's 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 the like why why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? And I just try to make sure I'm representing whoever I'm doing and doing the work. And yeah, that's my thing. I, that's really important. I think I think it's very important. So I'm glad that you. I, I never, I like, I never thought about that when people do murals. I don't really now it makes sense when they do them and whatnot. So, like, when was that moment when you were like, "Damn, like, people really want me to be out here, and I'm gonna start my own LLC." When was that moment? <laughs> um, you make it sound so much more amazing of a moment than I think it. <laughs> Come on, we got we we shine the bright <laughs> light on. I think you. it was. We um, shine the bright light on. Come on now. <laughs> I uh, I taught art uh, virtually through the pandemic, and right. that really ruined teaching for me. <laughs> but I knew, but I knew about you before that, though. I feel like I knew about as a muralist. You. Yeah, but I feel like I knew that your work already, though. I mean, so I uh, I taught in Baltimore City Public Schools for five years, and during the summers I would paint murals. Right. Um, but I don't think I really, I guess. From my point of view, I feel like I don't really think I picked up steam to like May 2021. Okay. Okay. But May 2021. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. I'm, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm hallucinating. I know what I know, but that's all right. I knew who you were. I knew what you were doing. I think because I was getting, I was entry level going this, into the scene and I was learning about Be More Art. I was talking with Kara Ober. I'm talking to all different people. Like, who are the up and coming? Who are people doing that? Who are the eyes of people? Well, you know, yeah. um, people, uh, what's his name? He does, he works with uh, Derek Adams. Uh, he's a curator. He, does, he works with Thomas. James. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. So I'm not Tom. I'm all those guys. So I'm like I was asking a lot of those guys about what's going on. You know. Mm. So I kind of feel like I knew. So that moment, 2021. Yeah. You're like people are recognizing who you are. 
You're getting hot like Crisco. What's going on? <laughs> um, I feel like I just keep making, right? Okay. Like you just keep going. It's just on to the next. I know that that's like a little anticlimactic, but at the end of the day, like you finish painting a mural on a wall, like you don't have like a party right there, right? right? Like you finish painting a mural, you might be the only person on site and you're just like, oh, well, great. Right. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> right. Um, so I think like the the impact is large, but I think it can also be like low and slow okay. as far as it actually being a part of this city that people notice on a daily basis. Gotcha. Um, and I think the more of the impact is also based on like how many conversations I can have with people while I'm painting. Right. Because then the intention is really apparent. Right. And also I, like, I think the accessibility of talking to an artist about their work is always enlightening. Mm. Um, but I think in public art especially when you look at murals at the scale that i paint at you're you're just like oh this this can't just be like one person or right. or you know i mean your scale your scale is ridiculous <laughs> so like like when you like i mean so when you got asked to do work for artscape mm -hmm. you say this year scale that was ridiculous yeah i mean and then tanya miller we shout out tanya miller for everything she does he was updated every day. Now I saw you up there. It's like, God, like, yeah. How do you even picture that? <laughs> um, I, it's, I've been doing it for a while now and I think my brain just works at a larger scale. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot more difficult for me to design small pieces. Mm. Um, but I will say for Artscape, um, it's a series of seven murals and it's across 9,000 square feet. It's definitely my biggest project. Mm. And I think it's also the biggest single like mural installation in the city. Gotcha. Yeah. So the big scale of Artscape, I'm like, can I tell you, like, folks, you got to give her flowers. <laughs> it was amazing. I walked by and I was like, damn. Like, where do you thank even, you, like, get you. that? Like, like <laughs> I swear, I swear, like, do you, like, do you just sit there and, like, draw at home? Like, yeah. But even to that scale of magnitude, like, I'm telling you, like, that's, that is true skill and talent. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm thank blown you, away, you. you know, so I, 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 cause I can't do it. So, yeah. I, well, so yeah. I, I look at, it, but like, how do you scale? And then every day you're like, every day, I, I know this has to go here. I know this has to go here. Like, how do you, yeah. but cause you're working this close up. Right. How to, how, tell, what's the trick? You don't got to tell all the secrets. <laughs> it's well, so I think one of the, one of the like secrets is that like, we don't design to scale, right? Like we're not sitting there drawing a drawing that's a mm hundred -hmm. feet long, right? right? We're drawing on iPads. Right. So even to us, we don't get to see the scale mm -hmm. until we start painting on the wall. Right. And so we have to internally have that like compass of, okay, this is going to, I know what works at this scale. Mm. So that's definitely part of it. Okay. Um, and there's, uh, as far as conceptualizing, um, that was really difficult. Uh, but I was very th like thankful for the challenge. Um, I've always wanted to move into like a little bit more of a placemaking situation. Um, typically, my work is like one or two walls. Mm -hmm. So to be able to create an immersive environment like was very exciting for me. What was the feedback? When people were, I mean, how did, I mean, <laughs> I'm a folks, I'm saying, I, I was, I peeped there on social media. 
hobnob with some big dogs, but I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna shout them out. But I was like, <laughs> I, I was happy for you because like I know how much work you've put out there. I know how much work you've been doing. Yeah. I'm happy that you're being recognized for what you're doing. That's what's all Thank about. Thank you. Yeah. And like when you got recognized by those people in the room, how did it feel? Like did you feel like my mom made it? Or was it like <laughs> or was it like you know? Is it yeah. like is it like or it's like you know what? We not the work's not done. We we still on that trail. So I think it was. I think it was uh, uh, maybe not a mama I made it moment, <laughs> but uh, like, you know, when those things happen and you're like reassured that you're on the right path. Right. I think it was one of those moments. Definitely uh, the work isn't done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from an art organizing standpoint, um, it's wonderful to see such influential people using their platform to support the arts. Uh, and I'm really happy to see the progression. Uh, we can do better. Right, right. <laughs> so, like, besides Artscape, are you in do you other festivals? And which ones have you done in the past? So I haven't actually participated in any. Okay. I'm thinking. I don't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> any, like, things around the city or anything like that that we can we can drive around and check out some of your work? Oh, definitely. I mean, I have a lot of... Okay, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. You, it's, it's, <laughs> we, we, we're making... You make... It's your day to shine. We're here for you. I think, yeah, I... um. I have a. You want me to talk about murals in the city? Yeah. What you What you got? Because I want people to drive around. Like I recognize her where I work. Uh, okay. So basically, I think if you drive around the city and you see big, uh, like pitch black hands, you can pretty much guarantee that it's that it's a mural of mine. Why is that? What What's the, is that your signature? Uh, it's one of the sort of motifs that I play with. Okay. Um, they, these, I call them ancestral hands. Mm. Uh, they hold a lot of like time and space, Mm. um, which is why they're, they're pitch black instead of like a, like a skin tone. Mm. Um, and they help me, uh, talk about Baltimore's history. Mm. Uh, and it, when I put them in situations like there's a mural, uh, on Greenmount on the side of Herman's discount, um, that says only love grows here. And it's a big black hand, uh, like tossing flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I think the point to drive home with that, um, is that that history is always with us, right? We have to, understand the things that have shaped um our lives the things that have shaped our city uh so that we can figure out how to fix it right or or how to improve it how to make it better or how to put our own twist on it right like Mm. leaving your mark is a lot more than just painting a wall or spraying your name on a wall right like leaving a, a a mark means lasting impact right so it also helps me talk about legacy in that way i like that i like that uh, and Baltimore has a rich history just yeah. of artists and whatnot, and that's really cool that you really like. I mean, you really understand it. You, you understand what's going on and whatnot. Where, I mean, where can we see you? You got something big going up. Uh, let's talk about that. Yes, October twenty first. You got something big going on. Yes. Tell us what you have going on, please. Uh, Break it down. (laughs) Break it down. I love it. October 21st. Yeah, 2023. uh, 2023. Yes, we are less than a month out. Yes. Um, The festival is called Brush Mural Fest. Okay. I am uh, co-producing it with artists Saba Hamidi and Jessica Langley. Mm -hmm. Um, We are 
presenting basically a hyper local festival. Okay. Um, typically, mural festivals are uh, open maybe nationally or internationally, and mm-hmm. I think um, it's really exciting and great to see that. But I also think that some of the work that's put in those communities from from artists that are not part of those communities is very mm, like there's a disconnect between those spaces and those pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so what we wanted to do is do uh, is produce a mural festival that uh, highlighted only Baltimore artists. So hyper local. Uh, We've also focused on uh, female identifying and non-binary artists. um, So giving, giving us a chance to give them their flowers. Um, so, yeah, we have five murals going up across the city. Uh, we've been fully funded by uh, MSAC and PNC. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, we're very excited. Uh, we have lots of amazing artists. Um, so those murals are going up in the next uh, uh, sort of two weeks. Okay. Uh, we have two murals in Station North, two murals in Bromo Arts District, and one in Highland Town. Okay. So we've partnered with those three arts districts also to produce this. Uh, and then on October 21st, we have uh, our celebration uh, at Lexington Market from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Cool. We will have live music. Uh, Brandon Woody and Upendo is going to be performing with us. DJ Blackstar is going to do a set for us. Uh, we are partnering with Black Ass Flea Market to do an artist market. So there's just a lot happening. Wonderful partnerships. And uh, yeah, we're really excited to be able to bring that this to the city. That sounds like an all-star <laughs> lineup, folks. You want to be there for that? That's a that's a deep lineup right there. Yeah. That's who's who. You got and Brandy Willie's a friend of the show. Yeah, he's been on a couple. We've been down. We've done a couple of live shows. So that's really really dope that you guys that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, what excited. was the inspiration behind it? Like, was just just like was just something like you just wanted to be like, hey, let's do something like this. How like how far back did you did you guys have to? Uh, I think June last year, we like actually solidified the founding team and we were like, okay, let's try and get some money to do this and let's see how it goes. (laughs) But still, now now it's here. Yeah, it's here. That's cool. Do you guys have, I mean, one thing I always do, like, I mean, you guys, I always try to video video everything and take it all in because you you really can't see it when you're there. Yeah. It's always a good time reflecting and I hope you have somebody that does that for you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And will you be doing any murals, or are you going to sit back and not? Yeah, we are. We just we underestimated, I think, how much uh, it's popular. <laughs> how much uh, work producing would take, and we decided we would also paint a mural. So Saba Jess and I are painting a mural together at Lexington Market. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I Very love cool. that. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank Folks, you. Folks, make sure you you guys go to October 21st at Lexington Market from 11 to 5. 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Black Ass Flea Market. Brandon Woody, uh, DJ Black Five Star. I like Black Star. Yeah. Black Star. Dope. Also. <laughs> so definitely, that's, that sounds like a really, really good time down there. Yeah. Um. And then I, I, I didn't even tell you I was gonna bring this up, but it's already gonna have happened. So y'all gonna have to. Y'all already gonna miss it. They're oh, doing yeah. stuff. They're doing a dope mural fest at Enat Pratt. What's yes. The, see, I, I, yeah, I'm not, You do. You did your research. Oh, I got... Listen, <laughs> I got to make sure I know my, you know, dot my eyes and cross my T's. Yeah, yeah. But you got... Tell us a little about that. Uh, so uh, the Enoch Pratt Central Library yep. is doing uh, what they're calling a mural walk, I think. Uh, and they've set up uh, panels for muralists to paint inside the library, which I'm well, very excited which about. Which is crazy. Yeah. 
such an amazing venue to right. be able to paint in. Um, so uh, uh, I'm painting alongside uh, Wande Cochin Davis, um, Roe Vision, and Latasha Maddox. Mm. Um, so we, I, I um, really wanted to have this lineup be uh, women of color. I love it. So we managed to do that, and I'm very excited to be painting alongside them. And you're going to be in the Enot Press Central Line, yes. which is one of the most, I think, iconic, beautiful places in the whole entire yeah, city. Yeah, agreed. And I really, I, I told CEO Heidi, I said, listen, y'all are doing things that y'all didn't do a long time ago. And shout out to you guys in the forefront. I mean, I've never seen so many people, black and brown people doing events in there. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Since I've been here. Like living in Baltimore, like the last year, and I think this is a really cool thing that they're doing, giving us a chance to really express our art, whether it be a podcast, whether it be artists, whether it be branding, Woody's, you know, that yeah. is really cool. And then you get to paint. It's an art. Like a library, like a I was library. like, wait, you're gonna let us paint like like with house paint? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> Which is wild. So congrats, congratulations on that. Yeah, it's very so, exciting. But I, I, that's going to be, you guys, it will be out before. The, they've already done it when you've seen it, but I'm sure you can see it when you go to the library. And you guys can check it out while it's there. So yeah. That'll be really cool. And that's Friday night from like, it's Friday. I think it's, I guess, Friday from 12 to 8. Yeah, yeah that's, that's dope. That's dope. Congratulations on that. Yeah, Any thank you. Any things that you got going on besides that that we can catch up on and see you doing something? Any catching on any shows coming up? Um, coming up in the near future? Um, not in the near future. This is coming out in October, so my shows won't be up anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 just to I uh, we I hibernate in the winter. Um, Respect. rightfully so. <laughs> Respect. Respect. Have you ever worked with Grand Projects? No. Okay. Okay. But I would love to. We we have work that's like near one another, right? And I think I think we could really make some. He magic. does a street skate. Yeah. So he's been on the show also. Awesome. So that's why yeah. I asked that question. So a lot of those guys have been on the show, and he's been a friend of the show. So he's always like, hey, you know, this talks to other artists and whatnot. So yeah. It's really cool that again, it's a blessing that you that you're what you're doing. You're you're really incorporating community. You're really showing like you now. I know now I know to look. Certain girls in the city now, I'm like, and I'm gonna take a picture of Santa to be like, "Yo, that's you, right?" Yeah. But I think that's really important what you're doing, and we really appreciate you taking time out to tell your story and tell you what's going on. And it's really exciting that you're doing and representing Baltimore, representing you and your family, and doing amazing things. So salute to you Thank what you, you so got much. going on. But yes. I'm not gonna let you get off easy. We got oh. speed, we got we have a oh, speed that's round. Right. Yep. We have okay. a speed round. Okay, we're not gonna let you <laughs> off easy. All right, speed round. Here we go. Do you do you eat meat? I gotta ask a yeah. question. Okay, because people are like got vegetarians, chicken wings, flats or drums? Mm, flats. Pizza or a cheese stick sub? Oh, pizza. What what's your, what's your favorite topping? Uh oh. Yeah, it's that one. Uh-oh, what you want to say? <laughs> right, go say it. Pineapple. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about pineapple on pizza. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna talk about it. That's fine. That's fine. It's, it's different. Okay. <laughs> I call it Hawaiian. That's they call it. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Pineapple's cool. <laughs> okay. Snowballs or ice cream? Uh, egg custard snowballs. Ooh. Yeah, no ice cream. Not, yeah. I mean, I love an ice cream. I what? mean, if you ask me if I want to go to the Charmerie or get a snowball, I'm probably going to say go to the Charmerie. Okay. But yeah. Do you eat crabs? I do. Okay. So you went to crab cakes or crabs? Crab cakes. Really? You don't want yeah, to get your hands dirty? I, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's also, can I, I'm going to admit something. Uh-oh. I don't know how to. Uh-oh. <laughs> Folks, you heard it here first. Exclusive. Exclusive. No, no. I like crabs because I like that I take my, turn my phone off. I can't touch my phone no more. Oh. And conversation's back. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. Oh, Conver- I love that. Try to bring conversation back. And yeah. Back. I think that's very important. Conversation. So that's what we're doing. Um, And then if what song or music genre do you like when you're out there and you're about to like go out there like <laughs> I listen to Tupac like back before I do like yeah. a major thing what do you is there anything you that gets your vibe gets you in the vibe for decent work yeah what's, what's that it's old school disco okay okay <laughs> is it ABBA or is it it's like uh, Donna Summer okay yeah. okay 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 I like I like dun, 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 yep. dun, okay <laughs> So I think it's a bar in Baltimore that does play a lot of disco. I think Mount Royal. Did it, don't they I think it? Royal Tavern, Mount the new one. Yeah, Royal Blue. Royal Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been hearing about. It. I've been hearing. Yeah. About it. I've been there. Oh no. Nah. I have a mural in their building. See. <laughs> I, see, I, I think I saw that on IG too. Has IG really helped you out? People just find out who you are. Right One hundred. It's where I get the most, the most exposure and the most clients. Like it's ridiculous. I love it. I love it. I love. I love it here. <laughs> Uh, where can we find you on social media? Where can we find you? Email you. Where, are you are you doing TikTok? You know, I don't know what people. Do no, nowadays. Instagram is enough for me to handle. Gotcha. Um, it's uh, jazz underscore Ehrenberg. Uh, my website is jazzehrenberg.com. Everything's real easy. Just look me up. It's jazz. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate you hanging out in the Dark Podcast. And folks, make sure you check her out. She's doing big things. Make sure you make it. This will come out the Monday before. That the big thing at Lexa Market on October 21st again, 11 to 5. It will be uh, DJ Blackstar. It will be five different mirrorless. Yeah. Five different mirror- mirrorless will be there. Also, uh, it will be uh, Brandon Woody, Black Ass Flea Market will be there, and more. So, yes. wait, please go out and support your artists. And it's free to go and check it out. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Join us. All right, folks. Love, peace. We're out. Never seen so many riches in my life.